From Yoga and Ayurveda Living, I am Kelly Marie Mills. This is The Dosha Life, a podcast for wellness seekers, curators of happiness, and lovers of healthy living. This podcast is for people interested in tools, remedies, and ancient wisdom coming from Yoga and Ayurveda. Welcome to my happy place. This is Series 6. We are actually on Ayurvedic Yoga, on the frustrated, fiery parts of us. We haven't really touched on Pitta's vast and delicate, important work in our body. Delicate, yeah, because a fire can be flighty, it can be volatile, and it keeps burning bright depending on its source of food. I know I have tended to keep Vata highlighted, and if you are new here and sort of new to Ayurveda, well, as cute as I am, it could help you better to dip in and out of starting at the beginning of Series 1, Series 2, or Series 3. But this is a great episode too, of course, says she trying to get less tangled up and don't over-explain everything. A very pitta trait. This episode, like the last, is covering what are called the forms of each dosha, or sub-doshas like how they arrive, and most importantly, how they interact and show up, helping us to identify the owner of the health or imbalance of that body part. And why is that so great? Well, they can offer some counteractions, remedies, or antidotes. Counteractions mainly are about lifestyle. Remedies and antidotes are normally food or spice-orientated. And as ever, the main rule for Ayurveda medicine and Ayurveda wellness is like increases like, and opposites reduce. We have the Pitta Dosha, and like Vata, the name is just an umbrella for what's working hard for us, and don't forget, it also has its innate intelligence too. All of the Doshas have their own body intelligence, and each Dosha has five parts, five parts to its makeup. And we start with Pitta of the mind, Sadhaka. This is the dosha that allows us clarity or our ability to realize the truth of the moment. It has an inward movement. You know, it's about perception and what we're taking in and what we can learn from it. In effect, what we eat is what we digest and how we perceive that digestion depends on the mind. And Pitta gives us the capability to do this. Just like Pitta helps us with correct balance of our digestion, it also helps us to correctly understand to the best of our ability. That goes with a note. T and C's apply. The term is, if you have Ama in your mind, and the condition stands that it is, then your perception is going to be tilted. But also, Pitta of the mind gives us the know-how to complete and accomplish projects because of our clarity in the Pitta mind. It is the digestive power of our mind's function, so it's vital. A Pitta-type person is very gung-ho and can be full-on and really super direct. 
There's no time for shilly-shallying, and that's why, with clear, balanced vision, they are natural leaders. And meditation for pitta types helps to rebalance the fire intensity that they hold so well. And sometimes they hold it in so well that when they let it out, it comes out very forceful and can be a bit brash or rash. Adding in some yoga for the pitta mind would also help. A yoga practice for a pitta type would be allowing throughout the day, especially if they are having a very intense day of thinking and absorbing information, to use gentle backbends and twists as a way to help spread the excess pitta from the center of the body out to the edges of the body. And also, same similar thing with the mind, a meditation that takes that inherent focal point for pitta, that thing that it is honing in on, and pulling it outward and helping it to connect into the whole of life rather than just nucleating on one thing. And so one of the best meditations, actually for all doshas, is the metta practice. The practice of self-care, but also self-care to others. And it generally begins with others and rotates backwards towards ourselves. But as a mandala, it can begin from the center of ourselves and move out to others. I'll leave a link in the show notes for that practice. I'm sure I have a recording of it. And just to a little sub-note, that when we help Pitta to move their actions towards the good of all, they become much more balanced quickly. It is actually one of the best remedies of all for Pitta types is to do some sort of practice, some sort of lifestyle practice like volunteering or karma yoga where they have no expectation of outcome. Yeah, so it's it's extremely healing because their intensity is lessened by knowing that the gain they are getting is a gain of heart. And so now, did you know that our eyesight is a direct line to our pitta dosha? It's alochaka pitta which governs our visual perception. And especially if you have green eyes or hazel, you could have a good old dollop of pitta in your prakriti or your natural constitution. When we see, and, you know, sight is different shades of light, really, we see because of the pitta dosha. But we need to be able to digest this huge dump of sensory information without getting overloaded. And the only dosha that could do that, of course, is pitta, because they are strong and they can hold much, like a fire, and they transform it. And if you think of all the things that you see every day, it's a lot of mental food to digest in one sitting. And pitta does it all, seeing through the center of our pupils through an upward motion. Just like us seeking light from ourselves and into the heavens for clarity. But also eyes often get problems, and we can seek pitta balancing remedies to help with this. A really simple one for computer eye strain. And just general eye strain from the day's work is getting a clean tissue and spraying it with organic rose water, place it on your eyes, and rest something soft over it like a lovely face cloth. 
and dream about water on a cold day on a lake and you are floating into stillness. For most of us, what we mainly know about pizza is heat. Also that it has something to do with our digestion. And there can be a little bit of crossover information, but for today I'm keeping it quite simple. A pachaka pitta sets the tone for the other four pittas. And any Ayurvedic consultation should be considering exactly pachaka pitta first and foremost. Seeing the effect of this pitta in our life-body-work balance. And this pitta is about balancing and can be remedied by using the breath of samanavayu. So we did a little bit of that work last week. Remember, all of the values of vata affect every dosha. And if you have any heated indigestion, and this mainly happens in the small intestine, then you know it is pachakapita imbalance. And that means that pitta is cracking its whip in your digestive power, saying, get me out of here, I have to find the nearest exit. And that's what it does. So if you're one of those types who know their internal thermostat is a little bit off-kilter, sometimes working, mainly not, sometimes a little bit hot, sometimes so cold, can't heat up. And it might take four hot water bottles and a hot drink and six blankets before we get warm. Yeah, this is pitta and the thermostat. And this pachaka pitta helps us to maintain and sustain body heat. It also has to do with the power of circulation or the lack of it, <laughs> because it's reduced. And we would look at circulation as a vitiation of our digestive power. And so that's how it can create problems for us, because if we go back into our diet, we'll find, well, I definitely find that if I drink coffee on a regular basis, it messes with my digestive system, and I know that that's actually messing with my, my body heat regulation, my pitta dosha. Any heated digestion shows pitta is high or in excess. This could have to do with all sorts of things that where pitta would show up in any weak parts of the body. It could be joints, it could be skin, it could be eyes. Any problems with body heat and stabilization of it are showing, like I was saying, a low agony or the low digestive fire. Pachaka pitta creates the refinement of food and nutrients in our digestive processes. So if it's running low, then our nutrient intake is vitiated or broken down. And as well as that, we begin to lose our vibrancy because we're not receiving all the nutrients. So we, we begin to, in effect, become a bit dull. The shininess of us becomes dull. And just to take a moment here to thank all of you for listening to me relay and try to bring forward in a clear and pitta precise way how applicable Ayurveda is for daily life. And since you're still here, maybe there's an episode you want to share with a friend or share to your social media. Or maybe you feel inspired to write and rate a review on Apple Podcast. But most of all, it's nice to get comments and likes on Instagram and Facebook, hearing how you're all doing and just letting you know that there'll be a raffle coming soon for an Ayurvedic treatment. So make sure and get your friends to keep an ear out too. So now that's only just three parts of our pitta dosha. 
that are really blatant and they really help us to identify ways to help ourselves. But also they help us to identify ways to use yoga in our body. So in the Pachakapita, we could, for rebalancing our digestion, we could use the sun salute to help with that. But it would have to be a really simple sun salute, nothing major, nothing too strenuous. Because we're trying to keep pizza balanced, and if it is, and if it's not working to balance, then a sun salute generally will probably be pushed and trying to get somewhere and into something. I prefer most people to try a sun salute initially by really investigating how the body is in the practice rather than pushing themselves. And this goes for not just a sun salute, but whatever it is you're doing. If you have digestive problems that are showing excess heat, it means that your body needs to have a little bit more care. You can always contact me for further information. But our, our skin is the big envelope that holds us together. And everyone knows it's as big as, uh, it's as big as a football field, or is it soccer fields put together? I don't know how many, but it's really big really, really big. And plus, it's the largest organ of our body, so it makes it extremely important. But it does tend to get a bit of a bashing when pitta gets out of sync for whatever reason. And that's because pitta actually moves into the skin and keeps it warm. Skin is like another part of Actually, it's more like where it lives. It's, well, you know, the doshas, they don't seem to do small accommodations. They like the castles of the body, at least at the start, until you get to the smaller things, the more refining points of Ayurveda. At the beginning, you find that the doshas are in the biggest parts of the body. And so pitta resides in the, large, the largest organ. This pitta is known as brajaka pitta, and it's located in the skin. It's how our skin has its lustrous complexion, or it's how our skin has its poor, pale qualities and the various thousands of options in between. So when pitta gets aggravated by hot chili in the food or too many tomatoes for, like, 30 days in a row, it's the skin that could end up being the nearest escape route for pitta to cool down or for pitta to calm down. Rajaka pitta helps us digest atmospheric heat too, like the warmth of the sun or the warmth of the house that we are in or not. So it absorbs the warmth and we get our inner glow radiating outwards from this pitta. So it's important that we see when we hold our light within, we could get too hot so we need to also feel that it's a part of our full functioning to radiate our energy, to radiate our light, radiate our sattva qualities outwards to others, to not hang on to them, to not have fear of overgiving energy. Rather than being concerned with overgiving, learning to work with boundaries. And this pitta dosha is a part of our circulation process. It kind of goes without saying, but all the same, it's better to say it. It's a family affair, and when our heating is being dispersed and can't rebalance quickly enough, we sweat to help to cool down. To come into connection to brajaka pitta, we could use vayu. We could use that breath of 
breathing into the center of the body and breathing out to the extremities, all the way out to the skin and the hair on the skin. And that can be used for any type of pitta problem. But a good practice for brajaka pitta is to move, say, three to six times into a really gentle knees-bent forward fold standing and then lowering your hips, pressing into your feet, rising up into a standing tiny backbend where your hands go to the back of your pelvis and you're supporting your lift upward, just lifting the chest and letting the face look towards the sky slightly and then the forward fold begins again. So you're allowing the communication system to work a bit better, just doing a very short, tiny backbend and forward fold. Remember that forward folds actually increase pitta dosha in the digestion and the backbends actually open and spread pitta out to the skin. So you're working on the centralized digestive pitta, pachaka, and then you're opening out into brajaka pitta and spreading the energy into the skin. And the last of our five pittas is hardly the least. It's ranjaka pitta. And it's the agony or the fire that gives us color throughout our life. It's located in the big guns of our digestion, in the blood. So, I mean, that's basically everywhere. The liver, the spleen, the stomach, the small intestines. <laughs> it gives color to all activities of our bodily functions. So you know what I mean. I mean, it's like everything. But... For those that have cold extremities, it's really Ranjaka Pitta you'd be looking at. And it's finding it hard to keep up with holding a balance, a sustained balance of heat or that color, that warmth in the blood. This Pitta has more to do with the circulation system. So it's a bit of a balancing act. But to help rectify any problems with Ranjaka, we need to look at our digestion and see how we can help the deficient function of the body. But we have to face facts here, that any problems we have in our digestion are generally the root cause of whatever imbalance is occurring now, but it could all be mixed up a bit. So not getting too stressed about it, but even working with one small imbalance 40 years later than when you first felt it is better than not working with it at all. And a good way to start Begin talking about why you eat what you eat. And then peel it all back to bare food. Bare rice, bare potatoes, bare pastas, bare meat, bare veggie burgers, no sauces, minimal seasoning except perhaps turmeric, cumin, fennel, a pinch of salt and pepper, and some oil. Bare vegetables, steamed, baked, or grilled. And reducing butter as much as you can until you feel that your digestive power is a bit stronger. Using good quality oil as a way to start helping your digestion. Chug, chug, chug away. And try that for a day or two, or three. And that's plenty. You can always let me know how you get on. I like to hear from everyone on Instagram. It's so cute having little tags sent to me. And that's it for pitta, really. It's, there's a lot of blending going on, as you can see. They're all interrelated, of course. Because pitta is in the blood, it means it's in everything. Pitta actually 
rules the transformation power of our life, of our mind, of our body, eyesight, skin. You know, it's, it's in everything. So really, the umbrella helps us to look after pizza, but when we refine it down to saying, my skin is really acting up, it's got rashes, or I can't get heat in my extremities, we know which one to go to. And if it's more about rashes and those sort of difficult things with skin, then you're looking at brashaka pitta. But if it's more about cold hands and feet, you're going to look at ranjaka pitta. But no matter what we look at in any of the doshas, always coming back to bare food is a great way to start. Just to investigate what it is that you are having too much of and why is the beginning of a great journey in yourself, and Ayurveda. So thank you for joining me. Let's cool it down. And I look forward to chatting to you all in the next episode. Here you will find Monday's meditations, Tuesday's episodic series, Friday's relaxations, interviews with very cool people. There's spiels from Kelly, that's me, on bits that she forgot to say very normal or has to say. And Kelly's own are surprise bits and things that you need to know. If you want to help, the best thing to do is download the episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate, review. All help. Thank you to everyone listening. But for now, I look forward to chatting to you in the next episode.